Welcome to the Medic Church Podcast. Today we're starting a brand new series called Stay Positive. Today's sermon is entitled Optimistic. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast starting right now. You guys, man, I, I'm pumped up about the day. I'm also kind of disappointed that we finished up our Mortal Kombat series last Sunday. Man, it was a good... Did y'all enjoy that series? I don't know about y'all, but I really enjoy. I really enjoyed preaching it. And so um, this, this time, I'm, we're starting a brand new, and I'm excited. Hey, I'm happy to tell you guys I have almost caught up the podcast, and we will be backlogging those things so you guys can go back and enjoy, enjoy those um, sermons that are, uh, that are not being posted in a while. You can view them on Facebook, but I know, like me, I drive a lot, and it's easier for me to listen versus watch. And so uh, those will hopefully all be uploaded this week. Whew. Busy schedule. But today we're going to start a brand new series called Stay Positive. Stay Positive. Man, who in here knows sometimes it's hard to stay positive, right? Man, it's tough. we got a lot going on in our lives and things happen and people cut you off in traffic. And, man, you just want to, ooh, <laughs> y'all know me in traffic. <laughs> I don't get along with traffic too well. But staying positive in a negative world, man, it's hard. Man, it's, man, it's tough. I don't know about y'all, but have y'all ever been around, if your name's Nancy, I'm sorry, but I'm just going to say it. Uh, have you ever been around negative Nancy at work or at school, your jobs? <laughs> negative Nancy. You ever looked at the calendar and you're like, man, I know I got to work with negative Nancy this week and I got to go back there in the back room with her and I got to work with her and she's going to do nothing but complain. Negative Nancy, all the time filing the negativity and everything. You could be on top of the world doing the very best you can, and here comes negative Nancy. We're going to change it from negative Nancy to negative Trina because I got Trina. She's invisible, and I like picking on her because I don't know a lot of Trinas. But, but Trina, you know, Trina come in, and you know, gosh, I got to work with her. It's so bad. <laughs> I don't want to do it. But today's sermon is entitled, I'm Optimistic. There's once. Optimistic. I try to find the best in everything, the best in things. You sent me a message this week, and you're like, hey, I'm trying to find the best in the situation. That encouraged me a little bit because I'm like, man, we're, that's how I am. I try to find the best in everything that we do. Uh, I know at work sometimes we get upset when there's change, and I'm like, man, but we've always done it this way. It's easiest this way. Anybody ever like, man, don't like change? <laughs> change can be difficult. I try to look at the best in it. I try to look at the, from the positive aspects of it. Hey, well, it's good. You know, just, just like uh, I've been in the fire service uh, this April will be 18 years. Ooh, Lord, bless me. <laughs> it's been a long time. Nine, 20 years, 19. I don't know. See, it's all running together. But, 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 but there's been a lot of changes in the fire service over the years. They're making things a lot better for us. They're making the equipment a lot easier for us to find things or do things, making our job a lot easier, making it safer. I remember my dad, he was telling me when he first started in the fire service many, many, many years ago, uh, the air packs, the things they wear on their back to breathe the fresh air, they were made out of steel bottles. They were heavy. Now, I had the opportunity to, to you know, mess around with one in training just to see how they worked, man, and that was, that was tough. Now they're made out of carbon fiber. They're lightweight. Man, they're easy breezy. I'm like, man, I can do this all day versus that steel bottle. They make things better. Make things easier. And, and, and so, so I try to look at the positive things. But some people don't like change. They're like, oh, I can't take it. I can't do this. 
<laughs> Can't make it up. But some people here, I'm gonna tell you, I, I, I really needed this 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 series. I, I, I man, I'm jacked up about it because I I want to stay positive. Because like I was telling you a while ago, is, man, we live in a world that, man, all the time you hear, you turn on the news and it's, you know, you look at the economy, oh gosh, we're doomed. We're doomed, guys. It's not good. Y'all, gas prices are going up. fact of everything's going up, we're doomed. We're not, we're saying good. President, oh my gosh, I don't like him for whatever reason. I, he's crazy. I just ain't good. We're doomed. We're doomed, guys. Oh gosh. But, but, but. Maybe there's other things that, that you're dealing with and, and you see maybe your family's falling apart. Maybe things just ain't quite lining up the way they should be. Maybe the school area system that you have, it just right out sucks. <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all ever been around and y'all know what I'm talking about? The school system is terrible. It's horrible. I was like, oh, man, when we moved to Mount Airy a few years ago, I was like, you know, me and Tasha had always talked about doing homeschool with the kids but we started entertaining the idea of sending the girls to school. And I'm like, well, how good's the school system? And everybody's like, hey, you don't want to go to that school over there because of this. <laughs> you don't go to that school over there because of that. <laughs> I know my hometown, we, we're like, oh, you go to that school? I can't believe that. Or, or you go over to that school over there, you're the smart one. So, oh, man. Churches are dying. Church attendance is down by over 50% since 2020, 50%. And we are crazy enough to start a church in 2020, right two weeks before the pandemic, crazy enough to start a church, and you're going to be crazy to do it and keep doing it through the pandemic, but God's blessed us and overseen it, and praise God we're succeeding, and praise God we're still meeting. But, but churches are dying. Churches are dying across the United States. It's crazy. Teenagers are in a mess. I, I, I'm very thankful for our school teachers, but I couldn't be a school teacher in this day and age. Woo. I got a nine-year-old going on 20, and bless her heart. <laughs> maybe maybe your parents have, have you've heard this say, wow, we're just, it's, it's just going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> parents ever said that? <laughs> My grandparents said that. Man, this world that we live in. Man, all this stuff's bad. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know, like I said, you turn on news for any ounce of 30 seconds. You're going to hear at least 10 things that are bad that are going on. It's crazy what's going on out there. But I like this. I like this in Proverbs 11, 27. It says, if you search for good, you will find favor. You guys got that in your Bibles or if you're you know, following along with us or you're writing notes, would you write that down today? If you search for good, you will find favor. But check this out in the latter part of that. But if you search for evil, it will find you. Ooh. <laughs> garbage in, garbage out. I know for me, I tried the, my, my very best, like I was telling you a while ago, to find the best in everything, the best in every situation. Hey, we all got lives. We got things that go on. Things happen. And, and, and when people aren't here, I'm like, oh, man, I'm so sad they're not here. But, hey, you have lives. Things happen. I try to look at the good in everybody and try to find that good. That's why our team, I try to find the best in them. And they'll tell you, I'll fight for them tooth and nail <laughs> because I see the good in them. And we're going to dive into something deep here in just a few moments. So y'all hang on with me just for a little bit longer. Online campus, y'all hang out just a little bit longer. 
optimistic. People believe that my cuff runneth over. My cuff runneth over. My cuff, what does that mean? I've always heard that talked about. My, my cuff runneth over. Preachers preach it all the time. My cuff runneth over. That means that when you start pouring, you keep pouring, your cup's going to keep going. It's going to keep going. God's going to keep continuing to bless you. I wish I had my little the little demonstration thing that I could show you, but I don't have it uh, uh, today. And so, uh, but but God's blessing. God's going to bless me. God's going to see me through. I may have bad situations. I may have bad things happen in my life, but God's going to still see me through it. God's going to help me get through these things. A lot of bad things have happened to us throughout the course of our ministry, but we still prevailed and still hung on to God because we knew God was going to continue to do great and mighty things through us. But premise people, they think, oh my gosh, I got this cup here. It's running over. Now it's going to make a mess everywhere. Y'all know somebody that's like that? <laughs> uh, well, if that cup keeps going over, it's going to make a mess. But God, maybe God's trying to bless you. Maybe these things that are going on in your life, maybe, maybe, maybe God's just trying to say, hey, I got something big in store for you. I, I, I'm fixing to do something big on you. I'm not, getting, I'm not trying to make a mess in your life. I'm trying to prepare you for something bigger. And oftentimes we're so focused on the mess. And see, people already sometimes have their minds made up. We've posted two or three times this week about a brand new series. People's already put it in their mind. Well, this series is going to be dumb. <laughs> How fast am I going to get up there and talk about stay positive? How in the world did he preach for four or five weeks about Mortal Kombat? He's crazy. They've already made it up in their mind about us. People don't know a thing about us and already has it in their mind that, hey, this isn't a good place to come. <laughs> I don't know why. We have fun. <laughs> and that music's too loud. They have subs, they're thumping, they hear the Dollar General. Hopefully one day when God sends the right person, we'll have a drummer and he can come in here and he can rock it out with us. Fernando's playing the guitar. He's too loud. Had me hit that high note today and it was spot on, but it was ringing in my ears because it was too loud now. People already got it made up in their mind. That church is too loud. That church is, we can't go there. They're messed up. They got lights, they got fall machines, they're they crazy. Y'all wait till this float we're going to do. Fernando, I need you to make this float amazing because if you don't, man, <laughs> I'm putting a lot of emphasis on you. <laughs> the ones don't know Fernando's working on our float. <laughs> but I don't like the preacher because he gets on Facebook and YouTube and he's on there and he's, and he's preaching. That, that's, that's, not, that's not tradition. You can't do that. Church, church shouldn't be that way. Y'all shouldn't have all this fancy equipment. People already have it in their minds. They don't like to be positive thinking. Man, who's he trying to be? A new age megachurch. He's trying to be the next Stephen Furtick. I don't want to be no Stephen Furtick. I want to be Michael Williamson that's preaching at medic church each and every week. And I like Elevation. I like their music. We're going to sing their music, and we're going to follow some of the things they do. But guess what? We are medic church. Well, well you, can't, you, you, can't, you can't reach people that way. I'm not, I'm trying to reach lost generation. And if I had to push the limits and cross the lines to bring people in by, by all God means, I'm going to do it. I have people that, <laughs> y'all won't believe some of the things I get told. Y'all, it'll blow your minds. And for the ones that are watching, they want to 
criticize me later on, that's fine, because I know you will do it anyway. You want to be me so bad, it's all right. You won't ever be me. But we are who we are because we have an identity through God. Now, we talked about a few weeks ago about having an identity crisis. We already established our identity. We have an identity through Christ. And if we have to push the boundaries, we're going to do it. Because we're going to be positive. We're going to find the best in it. Because I'm going to find people that are longing for a touch for God, that need a touch from God. And we're going to reach out to them. We're going to wrap our arms around them and love them. Because that's what we're about. All right, we've got to keep going. Y'all need to invite some friends to this online campus. Y'all need to find, I'm telling y'all, I'm getting ready to change some lives here today. Well, not me, but God is. Eight reasons I'm also missing. We're going to look at Rome's, uh, Rome. Here. My sins are forgiven and my eternity is secured. That ought, to, that ought to crank your tractor right there, as my dad always says it. Your sins are forgiven and you're, you're already secured your eternity by saying, hey, God, forgive me of my sins. I'm a sinner. I'm lost. I've messed up. And when you've truly given your whole heart to God and you've truly made that repentance to God, you've secured your eternity. It tells us this in Romans uh, um, 8, 1 and 2. It says, therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Did you hear that? There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So when you're in Christ and you're loving on Christ and you're having that relationship with Christ, there's no condemnation. Well, Pastor Michael, you've done this in your, in your past. You were mad at these people. You were upset. You told them what you thought. You called them out on their, on their things that they were doing. Yeah, I may have. I made mistakes along the way. But guess what? When I'm in Christ Jesus, there's no condemnation. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all. Oh, we're getting ready to go deep here in just a minute. And it tells us in verse 2, it says, Because, they're, uh, because through Jesus Christ, the law, the, the Spirit has given life. And it set you free from the laws of sin and death. I don't know about y'all, but, but man, when I said, hey, when I got down on my hands and knees before God, and I'm like, God, forgive me of my sins. Those bondage, those chains, those things that were lifted off of me, man, it was such a great feeling. And for the ones who have experienced that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Maybe today you feel like those bondage and bounds and those chains are back on you. Maybe you messed up since you made a commitment and decision for Christ. Guess what? Hey, there's, you still have an opportunity. God still loves you. We're going to see that in just a minute. And it tells us when, when you are truly forgiven, it says that God cast your sins as far as the east is from the west. I don't know if you guys know how far it is, but that's a long ways. As far as the east is from the west. My sins are forgiven and I've secured my eternity in heaven. Take a note, uh, number two. Jesus is at the right hand of, the, of God, and he's praying for me. See, so when Jesus was at crucifixion, he died. He says he ascended to heaven, and he, and he done a couple of things. He come back to earth, and he went back. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father. And what's cool about this is when we pray, Jesus is still there praying on our behalf, talking to the Father, saying, hey, listen, Michael's got this going on. Tracy's got this going on. Tasha's got this going on. Trina's got this going on. Everybody online campus has got this going on. Father, hey, let's, let's help them out. Let's bless them. Now, again, we, put too much, we can't be putting too much emphasis on God and expect him to do things that he never said that he was going to do. Don't get them two things mixed up. 
We can ask, but he's not obligated to touch in the way that you think he should. But God still loves you. Check us out in Romans 8 and 34. It says, Christ Jesus who died, he's more than that. He who was raised to life is at the right hand of the Father and is also interceding for us. Man, that's great. I'm glad to know that he's there, that he's there on my behalf. Hey, when I pray that he, I know that, that I have a direct line to Jesus. I have a direct line to God. I have said, hey, Jesus, I need you to help me out. Hey, Father, help me. I need you. And I have a direct lifeline right there. We may go a little longer today, but y'all stick with me. Just stick with me. Number three, if you're taking notes. My future victory is greater than my past pains. Now remember last week I told you guys we've got to let go of what happened yesterday so we can get the blessings for today. This is exactly what we're talking about in Romans 8 and 18. It says, I consider that our past or our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Y'all, God's getting ready to do something big in some of our lives and you just don't realize it. Keep staying the course. It may hurt, it may be rough, it may be tough, it may be like I'm in the war. Pastor Michael, you don't understand what I'm going through. I may not understand what you're going through, but hold on to your faith. I've been in situations where it did not make sense. Why am I sharing this with you? Because I'm human just like you guys are. I've had problems. I, look, I'm no different than any of y'all. I just have a fancy title. But, but God's called me, and I've realized that my past pain, my past suffering, my past things that I've dealt with, it's getting ready to prepare me for my future victories. We can't be expected to fight lions and tigers and bears if, we ain't if we're not ready to fight Goliath or if we're not prepared to fight the lions, tigers, and bears. God's going to send trials and test our way, and he's going to test our faith. And I promise you guys, stick to it. Stay strong because, and stay positive. Look at the best at it. Doesn't make sense. May not make sense. But look at the positive at it. Look at it because God's getting ready for your victory. He tells James, I consider it a pure joy. Or James says, I consider it a pure joy that I face the trial. Now James is probably the crazy one in much. Man, I love getting tested in trial. Anybody, anybody ever want to get tested? Trials? I'll tell you a good way to do it. Pray for patience. <laughs> you want trials, tribulations coming your way? Pray for patience. <laughs> You'll thank me later. <laughs> but he said it was a great joy. Y'all don't know the trials and things that I've went through. The suffering I went through that I go on through through a daily basis. When the enemy comes at me, when I feel at my lowest, when I've had a bad day at work, and he goes, you know what, your church still sucks. <laughs> and the enemy's in my ear, and he said, man, you know, there's not a lot of people showing up. You know that, that you may not have enough money to pay the bills. Hey, you, you need to seem to give up. People will rise. You're going to fail. But I say, you know what? Satan, I counted the joy that you're coming at me because I know that God's getting ready for our future victories. When we see people come to life and we see that there's brokenness in their life is restored, when we see a generation that's getting ready to be revived through a student ministry, come at me, Satan. It's okay. Testing our faith makes us mature. It helps us, again, to prepare for the glass that we may face tomorrow. But we got to let go of the things in the past so God can prepare us and bless us today. 
Take notes. My mind is filled with the peace of God. My mind. We have to put it in our minds today. We have to change our mindsets. If we go in and we're constantly sitting around negative Nancy, eventually all of our things are going to be, hey, negative. She was negative. And there's been times where I've been around people where, where they're constantly being negative and I find myself becoming negative. So I had to separate myself. So today you may need to separate yourself from some people and individuals in your life. Now they may be in the cubicle next to you, just go in there and start preaching and praying and seeking after God at your cubicles. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. When you pray and you seek after God, the enemy can't stand it. Maybe that's what you got to do if you're stuck in that cubicle with somebody. Now Romans 8 and 6 here says, The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. See, while we sing and we praise God, it opens up the heavens and allows the spirit to flow throughout this place. And I know the spirit's so strong that through our prayers and our singing can flow right through our online campus and be in the presence right where you're at. And, and, and when we have the presence and the spirit of God, we're living our life in peace. And when we sing here, and that's why we say, hey, we're giving a life-changing message because, because we open up the heavens and we bring in that spirit and we give a life-changing word and we give that, that blessing of encouragement because we want you guys to live in peace and let God restore that brokenness. Peace surpasses all understanding. When you give yourself and you, and you, and you set your mind set on the peace of God and change the mindset that you may be in today, the peace that you'll have will surpass all understanding. You may not understand it, what was happening before, and you let it go and you get that peace in your life now. Peace is going to pass all over understanding. Number five, if God is for me, who can be against me? If God is for me, who can be against me? Because it's in Romans 8 and 32 and 33. I want you guys to highlight this or write this down. If God is for us, who can be against us? Who will bring any charges against those whom God has chosen? See, when, when, when God is with us, and he's truly with us, nobody can come against you. And Pastor Michael, people talk junk about you every day. Yes, they do. They talk about this church and they don't know nothing about us. And that's okay. You know what we're going to do? Because peace passes all understanding. It surpasses all understanding. And, 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 and you know what I do? When, when I hear things, you know, I told you guys the other week that people take down our, been taking down our prayer cards and our trunk or treat papers. I can't make this up. You know what we do for them people? We pray that God has an intervention and can change their brokenness in their life. Because we want to touch lives. See, so, somebody that, that doesn't even like you or doesn't even know you is going to be the ones that are going to criticize you the most. You don't know nothing about me. And they're going to shoot you down because they've already made up their minds. Well, Pastor Michael, you don't wear a suit and a tie. Your praise team, they, they, they don't wear elevation style clothes. <laughs> you don't have a drummer. She might want to play drums, you can. But, but people are going to criticize you. And they're going to count you out. They don't know the first thing about you. 
Don't know the first thing about us. Why do I talk about myself often? It's because I know myself better than I know any of you guys, and I don't want to point fingers and, you know what I'm saying? That's why I talk about Trina. But see, I'll give you guys, I'll show you something. There was a dad, he was a manager of a department store. And his son was there, and he says, Dad, I want to be the boss. I want to I be the man. I want to I sit at the top. I want to tell people what to do. I want to run the store. And his, and his dad told him, he said, now, son, he said, by taking on this great responsibility of running a store, you're going to have people that's going to come up against you. But, Dad, these people are my friends. I've worked with them for all these years. And he said, son, he said, your employees will start to rise up against you. Because there are different reasons they're going to be jealous of you. You may ever have somebody talk bad about you because they're jealous of you. I got a whole group that does it. But listen, listen, listen. He said, son, he said, they're going to come after you. They're going to criticize you. They're going to pick you apart. But keep your eyes fixed. Keep doing the best you can. And I want to encourage you today that do the best you can in Christ. People are going to criticize you. You may have made a lot of past mistakes. Y'all, I'm getting ready to show y'all something big here in just a few moments. Y'all stick with me. Just a couple more minutes. I know we're going a little bit longer. Stay with me. But, but, but y'all, check this out. Check it out. He, said, he said, stay the course. Because when people come up against you, you're still the boss. You still have an obligation. So who is, if God is for me, who can be against me? Number six, if you're taking notes, we're on. Real quick, real quick. God's Spirit helps me when I'm weak. Some of you need to know today that God helps you when you're weak. Some of you have faced things that are unimaginable. You may be weak, but, but Romans 24 and 20, 24 through 26, it says, He who, who helps, who hopes for what they have already done, who hopes for what they already have? Sorry. Verse 25. But if we hope, but if we have hope for what we do not have, we wait for it patiently. In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness. And I'm going to tell you guys, the enemy comes at you when you're at your lowest. When you're on top of the world, y'all think about it. Y'all think about your best moment in your life. You're at the top of your world. Nothing can bring you down, right? But when you're at your lowest, when you're down here and everybody's beating you down and they're constantly beating you down, man, it's hard to get out of that. And see, that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to come at you when you're at your lowest. You've had those bad days. He wants to bring up your past. He wants to tell you you're not good enough. You're not worthy enough. But like verse 26 says, the Spirit helps us when we're weak. We got to pray. We got to seek after God. Turn on that worship music. Take all your distractions away. Turn on some worship If you got to have some ear bobs, little ear things, put them on. Isolate yourself to Christ and begin to pray. Number seven, if you're taking notes, it works everything in my life for good. Romans 8 and 28, it says, and we, and we know 
that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called accordingly to his purpose. Each and every one of you guys have a purpose. Online campus, you guys have a purpose. You serve a purpose and God loves each and every one of you. And he wants you to work. He's going to work in throughout your life every single day. He's going to work in you every single day. You just got to keep trusting him. You got to keep going down the path that he has planned out for you. See, what the devil meant for evil, God's going to turn around and he's going to use for good. So we live in a generation right now that everything that is good is bad. And everything that is bad is good. Y'all get again, turn on the news for any given second and you can understand what I'm talking about. We see things that this doesn't make sense, but I'm telling you guys, God's getting ready to let loose a revival generation that's getting ready to come. Things are getting ready to happen. I'm getting ready to close, guys. See, when someone hurts, you you have to learn to forgive. You have to learn to forgive them. You have to learn to say, hey, listen, I, I know you've done me wrong. I'm sorry. Maybe you've done them wrong. Go to them. Take that first step and say, hey, I forgive you. And number eight, if you're taking notes, nothing can separate us from God. Romans 8 and 38 and 39, it says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor demons nor the present nor the future nor any power, neither high nor death nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love that God, from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Nothing can separate us from the love that Christ has. No matter what you've done in your life, nothing can separate you. I told you guys I had something big I was going to share with you. I was going to talk to you about. So I'm scrolling through Facebook the night before last. And I see something that kind of that threw me off. I said, has anybody heard about Marilyn Manson potentially converting over Christianity? For the ones who don't know who Marilyn Manson is, Google it. <laughs> The man that had wrote an album saying that pretty much he was God and denouncing everything that the creator actually has done. Marilyn Manson, the most nastiest, evilest man that I can imagine. <laughs> He's done a lot of ungodly things. And so I sing this, that is there a chance that Marilyn Manson has converted over to Christianity? Don't know if about you, but the first thing I did is I'm going to go to Google. <laughs> Marilyn Manson, enter. Within 0.3 of a second, this article popped up. And, and, and what was cool about it is, it's the very thing I just read on Facebook was right there in front of my eyes. So I click it and I check out the story. So, so kind of just get, keeping this brief here is... Uh, Kayon West and Kayon, what is it? Kanye, sorry. He's changed his name to Y.E. or something. And Justin Bieber. Two other stars that have lived a life, if you go back and you look at their music, they have lived a life that isn't up to Christianity standards. Have sang songs that would blow your mind. And here he is. Invi here these two guys are inviting Marilyn Manson hey will you come 
And here, I look at this picture. I wish I'd had it. Uh, here I look at this picture of Marilyn Manson standing here with these two other artists singing this song of praise to God. Now, what do you think? First thing people started saying. Christian people at that. Church people. You want me to tell you the first thing that they started saying? Go read the comments. Go read the comments. This, this, this can't be true. Marilyn Manson's done all these bad things. These other guys, this is all fake. It's a publicity stunt. The first thing we do as Christians is we start calling people out. We start saying, hey, what you've done in your life, you can't be forgiven of. But didn't we just read that nothing can separate us from the love of God? I don't know about y'all, but I'm glad that nothing I've done in my past separated me from the love of God. Nothing that Marilyn Manson, these other two artists have ever done can separate them from the love of God. Here at Medit Church, I'm going to tell you all right now, here at Medit Church, I would welcome in Marilyn Manson, Justin Beaver, this uh, the West Sky. I would invite them in. You know what the first thing I'm going to do? I'm going to wrap my arms around them. I'm going to love on them because that's exactly what God would do. Christians didn't quit putting too much rules on people. Hey, you got to be this way. you got to look this way. you got to dress this way. You can't have a past based on this, but I'm going to tell you, even if you have a past, a mile long, sheet long, you have a rap sheet that's as long as the, the police records, still come. Because God can do more in a moment than we can do in a lifetime. I don't know where Marilyn Manson and these other guys stand with their relationship with God. I have no idea. But I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I want to be an encouragement to them. Stay positive. Stay the course. Online campus, if you've been messed up and you've done bad things and you have a rap sheet as long as a CVS report, stick to God. Stay positive because God still loves you. God sent his son, Jesus, down the cross for each and every one of us. Because nothing we can do can separate us from the love of God. You guys will stand with me this morning. God, I want to thank you so much for this day. God, everybody that's here, God, everybody that's on our online campus, God, everybody that'll tune in later on, Lord, I just pray for them right now, God, that you will intervene in their life, God. God, you tell us in the Bible here that nothing that we can do can separate us from your love. God, I don't know where Marilyn Manson and these other artists are in their life right now, but God, I want to pray for them. God, because you can do more in a moment than we can do in 10,000 lifetimes. God, continue to work in their life. Continue to work in their lives. God, what a story they could tell. And God, is somebody here today, God, they're on the fence. God, they've struggled with past things. they struggle with depression, God. God, they're dealing with negativity in their life. God, I want to pray that they'll see the positivity. They'll become optimistic today, God, where they will see the good in everything. And God, I want to pray that the enemy will be lynched and, 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 and taken off of them. And God, that you will restore the brokenness in our lives. And somebody I don't know today, let them know all they can do is say this simple prayer. Dear God, I'm a sinner. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins and help me to stay positive and look at the good in everything. And when it gets hard, remind me you're still with me that no matter what I've done in my life, 
Nothing can separate me from your love. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in to the Medic Church Podcast. If you need prayer today, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Submit a prayer request. Our team is standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. We can't wait to be with you next time as we give another life-giving message. We'll see you soon.